everybody and welcome back to Unclassical. Welcome back, welcome back lads and we are here for potentially the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Of the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie and I've got an itchy ear. Gross. Oh, oh but you ever is it like inside? Yeah. Oh, sometimes that's so nice. I was doing that yesterday and then I got like the bird song, no, sw- swan song thing. Like <laughs> And then I was like, oh. Like tinnitus. Yeah, but just like for a, a minute. I think you went too deep. I know. I was like, <laughs> this is all very dramatic. That is dramatic, no. Don't go too deep. No. Do you ever get the thing when you're Things, nervous? I don't feel I went too deep. I just had a really intense itch, put my finger in my ear, and then just like a little bit, and then it's went E. I just think the itch went too deep. I had a, a different orifice, similar vibe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> different hole, similar goal. <laughs> I um, woke up the other morning and um, like I had a hard bogey in my nose. You know, you can feel it and it's sharp. Yeah. You know how it is. I took that out and it just started spurting blood everywhere. And I was like, well, that's one way to wake me up in the morning. Like, like intense blood? No, it was fine. It was like proper running. Oh. But it was that thing I was lying down. I was like, oh, God. And like. <laughs> you know, um, that bit in Friends when Rachel does the walrus impression. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, whenever I see that, just reminds me of being like, I think I was like 12 or something, and I put straws up my nose because I got it wrong and um, made myself have a nose <laughs> So whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, you'll be careful. You'll be careful, Rachel Green. <laughs> yeah. You're stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why did you shove them up your nose? I don't know. I know it makes me sad if I think of it. My poor nose. I, I have made one bleed. I have a story about my poor nose. Okay. You know that thing I said, like, oh, if you sniff pepper, you'll sneeze. No, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. You once said to me, that's a thing. And I was like, is it? And so you put some pepper in my hand. I'm like, sniff it and see if it makes you sneeze. So I sniffed it and was like, mm, didn't make me sneeze. So you said, do it again. So I did it again. And you pushed my hand into my nose. <laughs> Bitch. I'm so funny. <laughs> oh, well, don't pass me. That is funny. <laughs> I, um, I had a moment at work earlier when someone was telling a story about how her brother used to put, like, because they lived on the seafront growing up. Her brother used so to they put... they lived under the sea. I was like, mate, you're focusing on the wrong bit. <laughs> so this was Ariel. Yeah. Um, and she, he used to put chips in people's hoodies without them noticing so the seagulls would attack them. Beautiful. And so many people were like, that's so mean. I was like, that's hilarious. That's beautiful. I know. And I was that... like, it is really mean. I was like... But it is also really funny. It's more funny than it is me. Yeah, like that's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. I like, love him. I know. Well done. <laughs> yeah. I just shake his hand. Yeah, like, well, you've done well, sir. And you've got the sneakiness in there. Oh, that. Um, that's uh, hilarious. Like playing buckaroo with mum and dad and the sticky plants. <laughs> what? You know, the sticky plants on walks and we put them on mum and dad's oh, back. Oh, yeah. That is a laugh. <laughs> See how many you can get on there. That's a great game. It's Summer is so fun. I know. And yeah, the little fuzzy ball things, but they're yeah. on there as well. Yeah. Stick all the things on them. <laughs> it's going to get easier to play buckaroo on them. They're going to get less and less observant. It's, it's getting there. It's, it's funny. It's funny. <gasps> we haven't played buckaroo on... Okay, it sounds weird if you say it about one of our partners. But... We haven't played stick sticky stuff on David. <laughs> no. Just because he won't be white. Oh, he listens to this. Sharp. <laughs> Out of this bed out. He never has to know. He never has to know. He's going to get so many things stuck on him. <laughs> anyway. So, we are here. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are here 
for story time. Um, we are going back to the land of Narnia. Shit hit the fan last episode, didn't it? Yeah, so um, they put Aslan on the table. and also The stone table. The stone table. And also, lol, they tied him up before they got him up there. And then it was like, they were like, heave. And I was like, he was being really compliant. Did you not just want to be like, look, hop up there? No. If we untie you for two minutes, yeah. would you mind hopping up? Just hop up. So he a job. So yeah. Find him. Now drag him on. Huh? <laughs> it's like when I was in hospital and they put um, an IV in, in both arms, essentially. And, and then we're like, can you give us a urine sample? Not well. <laughs> well, I can't bend my arms. No. No. <laughs> So, yeah, it was like that. Anyway, sorry, I got a bit delirious. Um, uh, and then I don't think... I think he's just been stabbed and they're, like, hiding. Is that what you've got? Or has is, is more happened that I've forgotten about? They've they've kind of fleed. Fle- fled. Fled. Flew. Flew. They've got flew. Flung. <laughs> Flopped. Flopped. Flumped. Um, so, yes, they have... They have killed Aslan, I'm afraid, guys. Um Oh, yeah, and the white witch was all like, oh, you have lost your own life and you have no, not saved it. his. Yeah. Do you remember the BBC Narnia version? Because you kind of went for the more kind of like quieter but quite intimidating and you have not saved his. But do you remember the BBC one where she was just fucking mental? And you have not saved his. Yeah, and you're like, okay. I was just like, you can't do more than two takes of that, Max, because you are wrecking your voice. Yeah. She was fucking intense. She was. She, I mean, she went for it. I was scared of her. She was scary. They really got the blood red mouth thing down with her. Imagine if she just shouted at I know every episode, guys, I'm just like, imagine if this scary thing happened. But imagine <laughs> if she just shouted at us from outside the recording. Pretty much shit. I'm not very good with loud noises. Loud noises really scare me. Mm. So I wouldn't cope well. No. One time, <laughs> me and James went for a walk. I don't know if you... I've never come across these before, this encounter. Mm. But they make, like... They're these things in fields that, instead of scarecrows, they're, like... Guns? What? They're, like, these things, and they get triggered if you get too close to them. But they're these weird black boxes, and they make a noise like a fucking gunshot. That's horrible. It's horrible. So we heard that, and James, in the split second, thought we were being attacked, so dropped to the ground. I thought he'd been shot. (laughs) I feel like that might have just been silence, but that was a proper gag. How have I not heard this before? I've only ever came across this one thing. I've not told you this before. I genuinely thought he was dead. Because <laughs> he was just like... Because <laughs> he was genuinely like, jump to the floor. <laughs> just your face must have been like... <laughs> and then he got up and was clearly okay. And we were like, what the fuck was that? And James kind of like knows about these things because he knows everything. He was like, oh, it's one of those Ripta terrors. And I was like, that's not a scarecrow. And he was like, no, it just makes a loud noise. But yeah, it made me jump. And I was like, I thought you died. Yes, I would think the same. And he was like, no, I just, I mean, admittedly, I have reacted. Were you, were like, you silent? Well, it only was like a split second before he then got up. So it was just that split second where I was like, he is dead. So in that split second, I was just like... I downloaded Tinder. I was just like... I was going through his pockets. Scream. I was like, what you got in there? Yeah, and then he moved and I was like, oh, thank God. Fuck. It's just that, I think it was more like... That would scare me so I, I much. I hung on to him the rest of the walk home because I was like, won't you die? 
very precious. <laughs> he was like, I'm fine. I was like, I know. Just get home. Like, James nearly died today. <laughs> much. I was like, remember the time I thought you died? Yeah. What? That is it's terrifying, but so funny. It's really funny. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, no, just scared me. And I was like, why did you fall? <laughs> like, before we were getting shot at. Okay. Okay. <laughs> why didn't you take me down with you, bitch? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, it's like, like, get down, Katie. Yeah, but no, to save yourself, man. Yeah, exactly. You hear stories about their partners jumping in front of them and I was like, every man for himself. His response was, well, I thought you'd sort yourself out. <laughs> Have you met me? Have you met me? I'm very silly. Yeah, a silly goose. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm wearing my silly goose jumper. You are, and it's got a big one on the inside. Hey. My partner said that to me, and I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. And then I realised I was the big one on the inside. <laughs> so rude. Anyway, should we get into the story? So, yeah, so, um, yeah, so they just ran away when Aslan got stabbed up. They've kind of like run off cheering into the night to go to a party is kind of the vibe. Okay. They're like, woo, it's done, let's fuck off. And so the kids have gone up and been like, oh, Aslan. And are now like weeping over him. Yeah. Um, Somber. I know. So yeah, they go up to him eventually and they're like all sad. I can't bear to look at that horrible muzzle. I wonder, could we take it off? So they tried and after a lot of working at it, for their fingers were cold and it was now the darkest part of the night, they succeeded. And when they saw his face with, um, without it, they burst out crying again and kissed it and fond- it fondled it. Yeah, I'm like, that's a word that's meaning has changed. Yeah, yeah, that, um, that, that language has not aged well. Don't fondle the dead, you little necrophiliacs. <laughs> um, Ironically, they tr- recruit women because they think they can trust them more. Well, to be in fair, that regard. if I found a big dead cat, actually, you know, I wouldn't gross. I wouldn't want to. Did I tell you when me and they were in um, some part of South America and uh, we were walking down the road and uh, there was this big plastic black bag at the side mm. with something in it. Mm. And um, I was like, I'm just going to walk by and not look. And uh, Nay looked and there was a dead dog in it. And um, she was like, how can you not look? Are you not curious? And I was like, I don't want that image in my mind. I'm not going to look. I think I'd probably have looked. <laughs> no, not dogmas, not doggy. Well, I think the thing I would be worried about in that situation is like, is it a child or do we actually need to report this? <laughs> I was very much like, I ain't get it. It's a hot day. I don't want to see a hot dead kid in the bag. There might be sex. No, hot as in cooked. <laughs> I don't want to see a hot dog. I might be hungry. <laughs> I might be hungry. Uh, so, no, um, forgot how that's relevant. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> so, Lucy and Susan lie crying over Aslan, um, Aslan's body. They try and undo the ropes that have tied him up too, but they're, they're too tight. They mm-hmm. can't do anything. So they just lie there with him. Have um, you been de-icing your car without gloves these last couple of days? Tangent. Um, <laughs> just because they're saying their hands, it's the cold bit of the night and they can't do shit with their hands. I That's thought my fiddly. fingers were going to fucking fall off this... No, I, I wore gloves this morning. Yesterday morning. I've been putting my car on first because I can do that so. no I, i've been spraying it with a de i've not even been out in it that uh, oh, nice that shocked me <laughs> i've not even been out in it that long Katie. It fucking hurt although the other morning mm. i didn't put my car on very like much uh, much earlier so i didn't mm. have a huge amount of time it was like fucking full of bullets like iced onto the wind i was really hard to yeah. scrape off. i was like not really quite easy but what the fuck yeah like, bobbly right like it was not smooth Hate it. I hate it. Hate Winter it. sucks. Hate it. I hate it as well when you spray your windscreen to like get a bit of off and the spray instantly freezes. I know, you're like, oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> yeah. 
hate you. Also, I need to get new windscreen wipers because um, they got stuck to the windscreen and it ripped some of the rubber off it. And, oh, that's boring. That's Guys, so boring. Come fix my car. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so they lie there with him until it starts to get light and some little mice come up and they try and shoo the mice away, but then they see that they're actually chewing off the rest of his bond. So they're like, good mice. Good, lovely little mice. Yeah. They, they, the next morning, as it gets light, they're very cold, so they decide that, you know, they, they should probably move. Like, they can't really do anything. Boy, dead. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they walked to the eastern edge of the hill and looked down. The one big star had almost disappeared, so the one star in the sky that night. The country all looked dark grey, but beyond, at the very end of the world, the sea showed pale. The sky began to turn red. They walked to and fro more times than they could count between the dead Aslan and the eastern ridge, trying to keep warm. And oh, how tired their legs felt. Go so just imagining every time they get close to Aslan, like, turn around off the guard. Yeah, turn around off the guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> should we walk a different direction? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we must approach him yeah. like 70 times. Yeah, keep an eye on him. Why? Or we could not. <laughs> we could not. No, we must keep an eye on him. He's tricksty. <laughs> At the, um, so... The, so they're walking, looking out at Care Paravel, and the red sky turned to gold along the line where the sea and the sky met, and very slowly up came the edge of the sun. At that moment, as they were walking back away from Aslan, they heard from behind them a loud noise, a great cracking, deafening noise. It was as a, a gi- falcon scare or rook scare or whatever Susan it was. Susan dropped to the ground thinking they were being shot at. <laughs> Lucy, I thought you'd been shot! <laughs> I thought we left the Blitz in London, yeah, Susan. Like, Don't come <laughs> Lucy grabs a grenade yeah. and throws it over her shoulder. <laughs> I told you I was ready. <laughs> I told you I thought I could be brave. Enough. Where the fuck did you get a grenade? Susan doesn't ask that. Susan's fainted. Oh, yeah, of course she <laughs> Lucy lifts her up, fireman style, and runs. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. The grenade was to blow the legs off Susan. She couldn't run with her full body weight. You've got to be smart. You've got to be smart like Lucy Pevensey. Yeah. Lucy knows what's up. God, she's a vibe. Lucy's so cool. <laughs> anyway. What was that? Said Lucy, clutching Susan's detached arm. <laughs> I, I feel afraid to turn around. Are my legs really gone? <laughs> Don't look, Susan. It's not good. Um, something awful is happening. Hey, your legs fell off, sunshine. <laughs> yeah. um, they're doing something worse to him, said Lucy. Come on! <laughs> and she turned, pulling Susan round with her. See, she is a cool one. Um, the rising... I wonder what Lucy must have an inkling of what she thinks is going on. Like, what's worse than killing him to a child? Because <laughs> immediately I think they're fondling him. <laughs> but I don't know if Lucy would go there. Cutting him up. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> my, my innocent face just staring at you like, oh, I'm not going to rape a lion. We might. Did you rape a lion? <laughs> I'm going to do this little tangent here because it's uh, it bothers me. Did you rape a lion? No. Because that bothers me. <laughs> so me and James have been listening to this book at the moment that's like epic fantasy. And, um, I want to hear about your porn reads, man. <laughs> Oh, it's like just a fancy story um, set in a fancy land where they worship colours. But there's like a god king in there, but all the gods are like 10 feet tall. And there's this whole thing of like this human person who's been sold as his wife, but then they actually fall in love and they eventually bone. But I'm like, you're not going to talk about the fact that she's a normal woman and he's 10 foot tall and supposedly has a proportional dick. 
<laughs> I got to talk about uh, that. And it just cuts to the next morning being like lying in each other's arms. And I'm like, they're not lying. And also she was a virgin. You're like, ow, not how that night went down. No. No. And obviously it doesn't talk about the length of his penis, but we presume he's all like, you know, yeah, proportion. proportion. Like, Maybe he's got a micro penis. He must do. Yeah. Because it was just like, at that point I was like, are they not going to address the fact that his schlong's like the size of her arm? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. No. And you're like. Okay. No, I think he's got a micro penis, and that's why he's fucking around with um, human women. Well, he he's also got the mind of a child. It's quite weird. What the fuck are you listening to? So it's gone from him possibly being a bit weird having sex with her, a virgin with his massive dong, to suddenly her being a bit weird having sex with a child mind. Yeah, he's been kept very innocent throughout the years. To, so basically, he's like everyone thinks of him as like this great big terrible ruler but he's like the pawn basically and they've just like never given him an education so he doesn't really understand so he is clever he's, he's not a child but he's just very innocent because he's like i don't know anything because no one's taught me anything all i know is that my servants look after me oh that seems like some weird grooming kind of territory there i mean it's an ick yeah that's for sure yeah <laughs> Like, it's not sexy. It's not, it's not sexy. No, mm-hmm. no. Even with the giant, <clears throat> giant schlong. I think that's, I also think that's an ick when it's yeah. the size of your arm. That's like, silly. It's silly. That's just, just it. Well, that's just silly. Like, well, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> pop, pop it away. But there's all this other stuff going on. Like, when will she bear a child? I just want her to turn around to the priest, being like, "Have you seen the size of him? Yes. How?" That's not going to happen, is it? That's not going to happen, is it? Oh, someone um, I know, uh, their partner is, like, a lot taller than them. And she was, like, did, like, a post when she was pregnant, like, oh, yeah, go out with the tall guy, they said. It's all fun and games until you carry it in their giant babies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's gone painful for you. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. The girls turn around and run back. The rising of the sun had made everything look different. All colours and shadows were changed. That for a moment they didn't see the important thing. Then they did. The stone table was broken into two pieces by a great crack that ran down it from end to end. And there was no Aslan. Sorry, I got the giggles because crack. (laughs) I thought that might be it. (laughs) It's got, they replaced the stone table with a bum. With a big butt crack <laughs> that kind of humour that always makes me roll my eyes but it just it, it tickled me in <laughs> it's big bum um, great crack <laughs> that, that's great A writing right there CS it's not meant to be funny well it is I, I know but it tickled me <laughs> I can just imagine their faces like um <laughs> Yeah, that happened. They're a bit freaked out. Oh, it's too bad, sobbed Lucy. They might have left the body alone. Who's done it? cried Susan. What does it mean? Is it magic? Yes, said uh, a Sorry. No. Where is Aslan from? <laughs> yes, my children. <laughs> said a great voice behind their backs. It is more magic. They looked around. There, shining in the sunrise, larger than they had seen him before, shaking his mane, for it had apparently grown again, stood Aslan himself. Bronx Aslan. Bronx Aslan. Oh, Aslan! cried both the children, staring up at him, almost as much frightened as they were glad. Aren't you dead then, dear Aslan? said Lucy. Clearly not, you fucking idiot. No, it was boring and stupid. Like you. Like Like Peter. (laughs) <laughs> that boy's my son. <laughs> Where's Peter, my man? Daddy. Where's my man? Where's my boy? Where's my boy? <laughs> oh, you're real! You're real! Oh, 
cried Lucy, and both girls flung themselves upon him and covered him with kisses. I mean, I, Gosh. Would, like, I would kiss that as well. He's, oh, he's healthy. Give me that nose. Mm, they do kiss his nose. Give him a cuddle. Did you punch Azan in the face? <laughs> I just got overwhelmed by his cuteness. A little. <laughs> a little bit. Um, what do you think a lion smells like? They smell nice because a sheep doesn't smell nice. And I don't think a lion smells nice. Me neither. Do you think it smells warm? <laughs> you know, like when a cat washes itself soon, soon after eating a fishy dinner, and you're like, "Oh, I can Ooh. smell you. I can smell your breath." I think also on a male lion, you could smell some kind of pheromones, yeah. and I bet they'd be gross. Yeah, <laughs> kind of cheesy stank dick. <laughs> a bit like what he was getting on at Peter for. It was that as you. <laughs> I've been maturing, man, for many a year. And I was like, what's your dick? What's your fucking dick? Imagine having to have that conversation with your, with your, like, essentially, like, dealer dad. Like, I think you need to wash a little more when you're in the shower. What's that you're saying, my son? Your dick smells. What's smell your dick through your clothes. I don't wear clothes. Yeah, that's part of the problem. <laughs> Again, these are the boundaries we need to discuss, Bronx Aslan. You must, you must wash your dicky, your your <laughs> dicky, your dicky cheese. Wash your little dicky. Wash your big dicky. <laughs> oh wow! Oh. Right. <clears throat> wow. So, what does all this mean? Asked Susan when they were somehow calmer. Um, it means, said Aslan, that though the witch knew the deep magic. There is a magic deeper still, which she did not know. Who knows? She don't know that I know that she knows. She didn't know that I know about the deeper magic. She only knew the deep magic, but I knew the deeper magic. Okay. And that deeper magic, her knowledge goes back only to the dawn of time. But if she goes, but if she could have looked a little further back into the stillness and the darkness before time dawned, she would have read the different incantation. She would have known that when a willing victim who had committed no treachery was killed in a traitor's stead, the table would crack and death itself would stop working backwards. And now! <laughs> and oh, yes, and now! Sure. And now, if you let me fucking finish, Lucy Pevensey. <laughs> oh, children, I feel my strength coming back to me. Oh, children, catch me if you can! <laughs> for a second his eyes very bright his limbs quivering lashing himself with his tail kinky um then he made a leap high over their heads and landed on the other side of the table laughing though that is she he didn't... feeling cheeky he's feeling cheeky <laughs> 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 laughing though she didn't know why lucy scrambled over it to reach him aslan leapt again a mad chase began round and round the hilltop he led them now hopelessly out of their reach now letting them almost catch his tail now diving between them now tossing them in the air with his huge and beautifully velveted paws and catching them again and now stopping unexpectedly so that all three of them rolled over together in a happy laughing heap of fur and arms and legs okay two things one stop having sex with the children <laughs> okay three things stop having sex with the children two hilarious it's like this almost like god figure and it's like now i feel like being silly now <laughs> then should we play catch you're it <laughs> and three running around playing catch and it with a lion brilliant i know I mean, there's a reason this never made it into the any of the shows because it's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Let's run around and be silly. Let's be joyful. Let's have a romp. <laughs> Let's frolic. And yeah, he's described as... Um, 
He was like playing with a thunderstorm or playing with a kitten. <laughs> okay. It's two very different things. <laughs> a kitten in a thunderstorm? Maybe. But okay. yeah, it was weird. Um, and now, said Aslan presently. And now, yeah. To business. <laughs> I feel I'm going to raw. You had better put your fingers in your ears. And they did. And Aslan stood up. When he opened his mouth to roar, his face became so terrible that they did not dare to look at it. And they saw all the trees in front of him bend before the blast of his roaring as grass bends in a meadow before the wind. Then he said, (coughs) (laughs) We have a long journey to go. You must ride on me. Aslan, you are so unpredictable. I know. I never know what's coming next. What a wild night out in Aslan, right? <laughs> First you die, then you come back to life. Then we have like, this wild romping party. It was really fun. You were like a kitten and a thunderstorm all at once. And now we're going to go fly. And then you roared and it was terrible and the trees fucking bent over. And now we're going to go fly. Now we're going to go fly. Sorry. Now we're going to go fly. And I then, know why you left that bit out because it wasn't so fun time. It was a little bit scary, but you know, that's what you get with Aslan. Yeah, wild time. So the kids climb on his back and he takes a running bound. And actually, I'll be honest with you, I don't think he does fly. I think that's only in the TV show. Do you just run? I think he does. That is very anticlimactic. Yeah, he's just having a run. I liked it when he flew. He might fly later. <laughs> I signed up for a flying lion. A flying, if you will. But no, he is, he is just having a run at the moment. Is he at least quick? Yeah, he's very fast. Well, that's good. Remember how it took like the witch like two weeks to get here? Yeah. He's already at her house. <laughs> Gutted witch. Yeah. I mean, I suppose he could cross over the river, but still. Yeah. Could he? Could he just jump? Yeah. yeah. He's Aslan. He's Aslan. He's probably just roared it in and parted for him. <laughs> The witch is home, he cried. Now, children, hold tight. Next moment, the whole world seemed to turn upside down and the children felt as if they had left their insides behind them for the lion had gathered himself together for a greater leap than he had yet made and jumped, or you may call it flying rather than jumping, right over the castle wall. The two girls, breathless but unhurt, found themselves tumbling off his back in the middle of a wide stone courtyard full of statues. I love picturing a flying lion because obviously they're not like designed to be aerodynamic and so they just look <laughs> ridiculous going through the air <laughs> just solid slightly with their paws outstretched <laughs> they're just laughing <laughs> I am alone <laughs> flying alone he's so cute I love Aslan I like it when he doesn't fully roar he just breathes on things mm. <sighs> He is such a creepy uncle. <sighs> Breathing on everyone. Yeah. I mean, don't, because, you know, it's helpful. I bet lions have shit breath. Oh, my God. they de- It definitely smells like decay. In there, yeah. Man. Yeah. Have Tic Tac. <laughs> have the whole box. Also, Tic Tacs, they only freshen up a tiny bit of your mouth. They're not very good for bad breath. No. No. I find mint is the best. Obviously mint. Um, I meant... <laughs> wow, it's insightful. <laughs> I meant to say chewing gum. <laughs> Yeah, I find mint the best flavour. Yeah, it's not going to be fucking garlic, is it? Aren't there like some kind of like natural toothpaste brands where they're like, and who says it has to be mint? Ours is rose flavoured because no one fucking wants rose teeth. I always find it weird when like the kids ones are like banana flavoured. Like, Although uh, you were a right little wuss. You were like, it's too strong <laughs> with all minty stuff when you were a kid. Yeah, I did used to like strawberry toothpaste yeah. when I was a kid. You wouldn't have had the mint. You were like, it makes me cry. I mean, that is also valid. But surely like the idea, I'm obviously... 
have you ever seen in books when people describe children's breath as milky and it makes me want to be dead I've said children smell like yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always used in nice one, like, his sweet milky breath. <laughs> like, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. But now imagine it with banana, fake banana undertones. Kids are so disgusting. They're so rank. That's when they get to about four. And, and they still want you to look after them. <laughs> are you not grown yet? <laughs> yeah. Like, when I say look after them, like, wipe their noses kind of thing. I used to do that. I remember going to school and being like, how am I going to wipe my bomb? My bomb. My bomb. <laughs> yeah, I was a, oh, we were a kid. <laughs> how am I going to wipe my bum without my mum? Am I going to wipe my bum without my mum? Are you sure you can <laughs> Just like being at school and being like, oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> God, kids are awful. Anyway. I remember calling out at home like, mommy, can you wipe my bottom? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being the mummy. No. <laughs> you did have to do that. You've wiped bottoms. I, I found a blue poo in a kid's nappy once. Tell this story. It was That's like, kind of it. <laughs> it was, I mean, it wasn't like a bright blue poo. It was just a bit navy. I think she'd had like a lot of blueberries or something. That's a lot of blueberries. But also kids are weird. Like, <laughs> I did comment on it and they were like, no, it's just whatever she had for her dinner last night. And I was like, okay. <laughs> your life when you have children goes through the fucking looking glass i just have to be clear everything up i don't have kids i, I worked in a nursery yeah just oh so and so had a blue poo <laughs> what is your life why is that it's a little blueberries it might not have been blueberries but i remember it being like on it's fine like that's pot smoke <laughs> conversation once where there was one just to set the scene if you can hear that guys there is a teapot oh yes mm. um just to uh, add to that as well there was a situation where we had to be like right this child says she can wipe her bum and we thought she could wipe her bum because she's like you know getting to that age mm. but she can't mm. so when she says that she's done let's give it a cursory once over <laughs> there are people like that in the home nice. can they handle the toilet on their own yeah comes out with piss all over them nah <laughs> nah <laughs> oh you gave it your best shot mate you try yeah let's oh, go get you cleaned up i thought i'd let you know mm. that when i went to the toilet in your bathroom uh, it's fine it's all nice in there still mm. but um because i did a workout yesterday my legs are sore i couldn't quite get all the way down to the toilet so i had to do a squat way that's sad <laughs> i was just like mm. <laughs> i mean i could have got there but i was like then i'd have to get all the way up again yeah that's a like, lot can't face that so uh, i tell a squat way uh, 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 fair enough anyway anyway he flew and what an extraordinary pla- place um spat on my book <laughs> uh, cried lucy all those stone animals and people too it's it's like a museum hush said susan aslan's doing something lucy this is no museum sorry can i just really quickly say why is susan mum when neighbors hugging trees <laughs> Pray. She's praying. Because <laughs> that was like, she hugging a tree. And I was like, shh, she's praying. I mean, to be fair, all power to my respecting other people's beliefs, but at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> same time, we do. Stop hugging the tree. Um, <laughs> this is no museum, Lucy. It's a graveyard. <laughs> oh my God, that's chilling. That was me. That's not in the book. Oh, well, I'm scared. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was channeling my inner Ron Weasley. This is oh, what is the line? This is no 
chamber. It's a chessboard. <laughs> yeah, it's a chessboard. That's from something else as well, though. It is. It's from something scarier. Pause this a second. I need to think. It's something I feel. It, it's from Lord of the Rings when um, Legolas is like, um, this is. Oh, they called this place a mine. A mine! What does Aragorn say? That's Gimli. Yeah. And then Aragorn's like, this is no mine. It's a. Oh no, I can't remember the exact one. One of them's like, this is no mine. It's a tomb. Yeah, it's a tomb. Oh! 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 Ow! <laughs> My wrist! <laughs> You idiot. <laughs> I was just really channeling Gimli's grief. Ah! <laughs> oh! Stop it too. That hurt. <laughs> it did hurt. It made me fart in shock. You're so pretty. I know. So Aslan um, bounded up to the stone lion and breathed on him. Weird. Um, then without waiting a moment, he whisked round, almost as if he had been a cat chasing its tail, and breathed also on the stone dwarf. No, I want to know who this other fucking lion is. Is he a cousin? Is he... Do we know him? Just another lion. It's just not as big as Aslan. I just feel it didn't... You didn't have to say lion, did you, see? I feel it like could have been like a leopard. Yeah. Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. An elephant. I mean, like, we'll get to the lion in a minute. Yeah. Oh, he does um, come back. Good. Yeah, he's, he's there. He's around. Um, so, and then he breathes on the stone dwarf, which, as you may remember, was standing a few feet from the lion, which, um, with, with his back to it. I've got to be honest, see, yes, that's not something that's overly stuck in my mind. I've got to be honest. There's a lot that's happened between then and there. Yeah. Like, and of interesting things to recall. I didn't quite make the cut. I did that. You know what? That was only all right. <laughs> then he pounced on a tall stone dryad, which, you know, was a well woman. Yeah. Which um, <laughs> stood beyond the dwarf, turned rapidly aside to deal with a stone rabbit on his right and rushed on to two centaurs. But at that moment, Lucy said, Oh, Susan, look! Look at the lion! I expect you've seen um, someone put a lighted match to a bit of newspaper, which is propped up against a grate in an oh, unlit right. fire. And for a second... I wondered where you were going with that. I suppose you've seen someone burn down a childhood home before. I think, where are you no. going with this? Where are you going with this, Lucy? Yeah. Oh, set a fire. Okay, oh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for a second, nothing seems to happen. And then you notice a tiny streak of flame creeping along the mm. edge of the newspaper. It was like that now. For a second that's after... That's a beautiful as... image. I know, it's that's lovely. That's really well described. Yeah. Yeah. For a second after... For second after Aslan had breathed upon the stone lion, the lion looked just the same. Then a tiny streak of gold began to run along his white marble back. Then it spread. Then the colour seemed to lick all over him as the flames licked all over a bit of paper. Then, while his hindquarters were still obviously stone, the lion shook his mane and all the heavy stone folds rippled into living hair. Then he opened a great red mouth, warm and living, and gave a prodigious yawn. <laughs> <laughs> so Aslan starts going around and waking up all the creatures in the witch's place. Um and Lucy and Susan are sort of just stood there like, fuck, okay. This is insane. <laughs> um It's all right, shouted sorry, it's all right, shouted Aslan <laughs> joyously. Once the feeder put bright, all the rest of him will follow. This was to a giant giant. A giant so, giant. Yeah, so they've just waked up his feet. Um so he's just starting to go. That wasn't exactly what I meant, whispered Susan when she was like, oh my, is he safe? Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's a giant amongst them as well. Um, but don't worry, 
He's nice. He's a nice child. He is nice. I liked Willie and he got dead. Killed. Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't know that, it's Mickey and the Beanstalk, which doesn't have the version we knew on Disney+. Plus. It's so weird, the version on that. It's yeah. really pedo-y. It's disgusting. And the children are disgusting. Child. Like... There's only one. Like... Do you like to come to a birthday party around at my house, little Susan, whatever her name is? And the old man. Oh, has I his only dogs. watched it for like two minutes. The old was... man invites one little girl over to a birthday party at his house where it's just him and his fucking dolls. It's so creepy and predatory. That's way creepier than I even remember it. It's awful. I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> where is Willie and um, Ebenezer Scrooge? <laughs> yeah, it's the duck and the little crickety thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Herman. So, Herman, yeah, that was so much better. Herman was so cute. much better. And not pedo y. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like, you know, for kids' stuff, if we're changing shit, let's go for like, the less pedo we one. Yeah, let's teach them that. It's not a good idea to go into old men's houses and they invite you to tea parties with, with their, their dolls. dolls. Let's write to Disney and say, can we request the other version, please? Please. 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 So they run into the house next and go and awaken up all the creatures in there too. So everyone's sort of like running around, finding people here, there and everywhere, and then calling Aslan to come and Waking up people in their twos? In the house too. All right. (laughs) The animals woke up two by two. Hurrah. Hurrah. Yeah, Aslan leads them in song. Also, guess what the giant's called? Willy? Um, Rumble Buffin. Ah, that's amazing. Yeah, and he's polite. He is polite. Um, so he's nice. Oh yeah, so Rumbumflin is like... Rumble break- Buffin. Rumble Buffin is like breaking the gates and like the um, fences and everything for them so to, get to get out. out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sweating now. <gasps> Blowed if I ain't all in a muck of sweat, said the giant Ooh. puffing like the largest rail engine. And so Lucy gives him her pocket handkerchief and he goes, thank you, missy. Um, and so he's, yeah, he's all polite. She's mm. like, we can keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's yeah, all right. It's not going to do much. No, but it's the fault that counts, and he was Aww. grateful, and it's cute. One of the creatures that gets woken up is, of course, Mr. Tumnus. <gasps> and uh, Lucy and Mr. Tumnus are reunited and very happy to see each other, so that's good. Their In a problematic way. Yeah, yeah. but, you know... Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, sense yeah. the story, you know. They're, yeah. they're, they're happy about it, they like it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, ha- they're, they're enjoying themselves, having a good time. Yeah, Bronx Aslan is there to keep an eye on things. At this point, Aslan clapped his paws together and called for silence. Our day's work is not yet over, he said. <laughs> and if the witch is to be finally defeated before bedtime, we must find the battle at once. Because I, I like to go to bed. I like to go to you are a lion with a roar, and you chose clapping to get everyone's <laughs> attention. I just want to scare them. He's a gentle Bring his bloody paws together. Oh, my wife. <laughs> you can't do that, like, I can't, like, no Yeah, did he jump up? <laughs> no, he can walk with his hands behind his back. Oh, yeah, Freaky. Does he tend to walk on all fours or on two? Okay, all the red fucking bird. <laughs> question, what do you think? I just can't take him seriously on two. Although he would be tall. <laughs> he fucking horn 
counting on to. There is a museum in London, which is just weird shit. And they've got a taxidermy lion, like, sitting at a table having tea. Right. It's big. They are big. <laughs> we should go have tea with him. Okay. Do some promo shots. I'm down. That's fine. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but I'll look up. It's um, underneath an absinthe bar. Cool. Yeah, we'll have some absinthe go down. <laughs> That's nice. Sorry, I had to burp. Quite and when we went there, quite a few people like knew the absinthe bar and like were going there for that. And they were like, "What do you mean? There's a museum in the basement? What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, it's got weird shit there. Like, I think it's got Amy Winehouse's pubes, <laughs> and like you know, um, as what- if they've actually got real Amy Winehouse pubes. I know um, that is just Steve at the bar's pubes <laughs> and Russell Brands. They probably have got Russell Brands. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, who hasn't? Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, in Victorian times where they'd be like, I found a mermaid. And you'd look close and it'd be like a cat sewn to a pike. Yeah. yeah. They've got loads of, like, mummified mermaid things. And and a baby piglet that, like, got stuck inside the mum or something, or, like, never was born. And it became amber. Cool. That is cool. That is cool. That is cool. So, yeah, we'll go there sometime. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah. You guys want to come? Yeah. Could have a meet and greet. Our day's work is not yet over, he said. And if the witch is to finally be defeated before bedtime. Because mm. I don't want any of you lot guys overtired. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we must fight the battle at once. And join in, I hope, sir, said the largest of the centaurs. Of course. And now, said Aslam, those who cannot keep up, that is, children, dwarfs, and small animals, must ride <laughs> Sorry, on... Sorry, shame. That is you guys. <laughs> that is you slow-ass creatures over there. Uh, must ride on the backs of those who can. That is, lions, centaurs, unicorns, horses, giants, and eagles. Nerds, mount the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> those who are good with their noses must come in front with us lions to smell out who the battle, where the battle is, look lively, and search yourselves. <laughs> And with a great deal of bustle and cheering, they did. The most pleased of the lot was the other lion, who kept running around everywhere, pretending to be very busy, but really in order to say to everyone, Did you hear what he said? Us lions! That means me and him! Us lions! That's what I like about Aslan! No side, no standoffishness! Us lions! That is cute, but also no side. Yeah, you're just on the right side. That's quite obvious. You're going into battle! (laughs) No sides, like, well... There is a side. This one. We just all happened to be on it. Yeah, there's a reason Aslan's the king and not this guy. There's no sides. What do you think the battle's for? God, Greg, you're so stupid. You're so stupid. (laughs) Cute, but. (laughs) Cute, be fucking idiot. Oh my lordy. We've got a battle scene. Kit. I'm gonna get you to describe this in a moment. Okay. <laughs> so, um so they all run off together. Then they came out over a narrow valley, and at once Lucy saw what was going on. There was a huge commotion going on, and there stood Peter and Edmund, and all the rest of Aslan's army fighting desperately against the crowd of horrible creatures whom Lucy had seen last night. And only in the daylight they looked even stranger and more evil and more deformed. There also seemed to be far more of them. Peter's army, which had their backs to her, looked terribly few, and there were statues dotted all over the battlefield, so apparently the witch had been using her wand. But she did not seem to be using it now. 
now. She was fighting with her stone knife. It was Peter she was fighting. Both of them going at it so hard that... (laughs) (laughs) That the girls thought they should give them a minute. Yeah. That Lucy could hardly make out what was happening. Quite. Uh, She only saw... Have I seen that right, Susan, dear? Look away, Lucy. (laughs) Look away, Peter's becoming a man. (laughs) (laughs) They saw the witch's stone knife and Peter's sword flashing so quick that they looked like three knives and three swords. God, Peter's got some moves, hasn't he? Yeah. I just imagine... He is my son. He is my son. I just imagine, say Edmund, Edmund, yeah, is uh, ten. I would literally be like, I'm ten years old, you prick! Leave me alone! I think something I captured the idea of that quite well was The Incredibles, um, when the mum, when the kids sneak along with the mum to get the dad back, and she's yeah. like, "You have to hide." And they're like, "We want to help," and she was like, "No, this isn't like the films. Mm. These people are criminals. They will not be kind to you because you are children. Mm. They will kill you." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Mama told them, yeah, hide, hide. <laughs> I'm just a baby. <laughs> I'm just a little boy." Yeah. Stop me, you witch. Fucking bitch. <laughs> On each side, the line stretched out. Horrible things were happening wherever they looked. Off my back, children, shouted Aslan. <laughs> Get off. Off my back, children, <laughs> shouted Aslan. And they tumbled off. And then with a roar that shook all of Narnia, from, west, oh, from the western lamppost to the shores of eastern sea, the great beast flung himself upon the white witch. If this was a Pixar comedy miles away, there'd be two um, seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Lucy saw her face lifted towards him for one second with an expression of terror and amazement. Then lion and witch had rolled over together but with the witch underneath and at the same moment all warlike creatures whom Aslan had led from the witch's house rushed madly on the enemy lions. Dwarves with their battle axes, dogs when with their teeth. When you say lions it sounds like lions and I'm getting very confused. Enemy lions. Enemy right. lions, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the giant with his club and his feet also crushed dozens of foe. Brilliant. At, at least foe. Yeah. yeah. Also, other foe literally running underneath him because go around, you fucking idiot. Stamp, stamp. There's more lions underneath going, this, this side. <laughs> it's this side, it's just us lions. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> us lions. Um, Unicorns with their horns, centaurs with their swords and hooves, and Peter's tired arm cheered, and the newcomers roared, and the enemy squealed and gibbered until the wood re-echoed with the din of the onset. Now, Marsha, describe what you see in this picture. I want to sing the song at the start of Robin Hood when they were walking in procession. Well, I'm going to say that Ragamuffin the Rumbumpkin or something. Rumbumpkin or something. Rumblebuffin. Rumblebuffin muffin. Um, One is... (laughs) Someone behind him's thrown a hammer. Um, He looks like (laughs) a a friar. (laughs) There's a happy little gnome man with a little hat and an axe. There's a devil throwing a dog. wild there's like two tiny little creatures i think one might be a beaver and the other one might be a sausage dog scrapping (laughs) but the beaver also looks like it has a horn oh a a fox is eating another sausage dog oh no someone's in a grass skirt angrily dancing there's a dragon holding like a squirrel or something (laughs) and 
going on here? Oh, I, I thought um, a dwarf was like suckling on someone's teeth, but it's just his nose <laughs> and the negative space next to it. Right. And <laughs> Ragamuffin Buffin is about to stamp on both a tiny creature and a crucifix, it looks like. Maybe it's a sword. And there's an angry cow with wings trying to scratch what I presume is Edmund or Peter with a sword. Um, Aslam has knocked a weird creature out the way to get to the witch. It's all limbs. <laughs> and uh, she's just kind of like, oh, with her stone, like fucking knife and a half. Oh, there's a fawn behind her who's like stabbing at an eagle head uh, and also trampling a bunny at the same time. Aww. There's a weird creature with a massive nose and there's a little dog jumping at it. And then behind him, what looks like a wizard wringing out a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> And then just some foxes attacking a unicorn. It's a wonderful illustration, isn't it? It's one of those ones, the more you look, the more you see. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you definitely described stuff that I was unaware of in there. Look at, is he somewhere over here? I can't see now. He's, he's ringing out a rabbit. <laughs> it's like, and he looks like the kind of magician that would pull a rabbit out of a hat. And now he's like, you didn't do anything, you little shit. <laughs> is i want to see the what's this like oh god yes the dragon just like holding this squirrel like, ah! <laughs> it's a lot of bigger creatures holding little creatures looking angry i love the angry cow i didn't know cows could bend that way me neither <laughs> there's a whole lot of limbs going on under us i know it's like a creature with six legs i think it's like three creatures i can see three heads i can i can see two heads and a creature that has two legs and two bums. Oh, there you go. That's just a big old mess. <laughs> Bringing out a rabbit, freak. <laughs> Stop. Stop it, be serial. And what's this weird thing? Like, a weird... It's not... It's a fawn with, like, both sets of arms, if you will. Attacking a tree creature. Oh, it's got, like look at it it's got the arms of a human but then it's got the leg both sets of legs yeah it does what the fuck is happening what's happening here what is even going on it's fucking locked yeah so that's the battle <laughs> the battle was all over a few minutes after their arrival most of the enemies had been killed in the first charge of aslan and his companions and when those who were still living saw that the witch was dead they either gave themselves up or took to flight. The next thing that Lucy knew was that Peter and Aslan were shaking hands and Paul. Huh? It was strange to see Peter looking as he looked now. His face was so pale and stern. He seemed so much older. That wish made a man out of me. A lot of shit happened before you arrived, Aslan. My son, I'm proud. I'm proud of you, my son. Aslan, you call me daddy now. You, you call me daddy. <laughs> I'm now from the Bronx too, Aslan. <laughs> They better change me, Aslan. And now I too from the Bronx. <laughs> Good to welcome you to the family, Peter. No, no, Aslan. I welcome you to mine. <laughs> oh, and then they hug. Mm. Oh, that Aslan gives good hugs. Oh, he gives the best. Slightly scary because, you know, he could kill you. Yeah. But it's kind of the fun of it. It's like that moment when he goes in for it and like, is it a hug or is it death? Oh, it's a hug. How nice. I like it, but I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> like Santa. Mm-mm. <laughs> 
They found Edmund in charge of Mrs. Beaver a little way back from the fighting line. He was in the, it means in the charge, um, in the what? charge of Mrs. Beaver because she's nursing him. So he's not in, in the charge. Right. I thought you meant one of them was charging at the other one. I'm like, ah! the battle's over. You are on the same. Where's that fucking line? He's confusing everyone about sides. <laughs> he had my sandwiches. <laughs> you said they were for everyone. <laughs> Not you, you traitorous pig! You traitorous cat! Where's my sewing machine? Yeah, that's pretty much what's going down. Um, so he was covered in blood. Mrs. Beaver played dirty. Um, <laughs> his mouth was open and his face a nasty gr- um, green colour. Quick, Lucy! Says, Quick, Lucy! Said Aslam. <laughs> and then, almost for the first time, Lucy remembered the precious cordial that she'd been given from Father Christmas. Her hands trembled so much that she could hardly undo the stopper, but managed it in the end and poured a few drops into her brother's mouth. There were other people wounded, said Aslan, while she was still looking eagerly into Edmund's pale face and wondering if the cordial had any result. Yes, I know, said Lucy crossly. Wait a minute. Mm, You don't talk back to Aslan, Lucy. Daughter of Eve, you'll disrespect me. (laughs) You'll take that tone with me on the day of your brother's battle. (laughs) (laughs) Go clear up the mess. you come here, you'll disrespect me on the day. Disrespect me. You're disrespecting me? You're disrespecting me? In my country. At my battle. At my battle. At your brother's battle and christening. <laughs> you disrespect me. You ruined the mood, Lucy. The mood? <laughs> now everyone's sad and awkward. <laughs> we were so happy before you came and you, mm. you snapped at me. You snapped. I don't like being told off, Lucy. It makes me sad. I don't like it. Not one little bit. <laughs> makes me uneasy. And I don't like being uneasy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Aslan. I'm sad, Lucy. And people are dying. <laughs> I know you want to see your brother recover. I understand. I appreciate that. I get it. But people are dying. <laughs> Go put your cardio on their lips. Go spread your juice around, Lucy. God. That's the reason we call you Juicy Lucy. Come on, Juicy Lucy. Go squirt that stuff. In the BBC version, Aslan says something like, how many more people must die for Edmund's sake? Does he say that in this? He does. So um, so in a grave voice, others are us with the point of death. Must more people die for Edmund? I, you were just waiting to throw that in my face, Aslan. I Edmund, knew it. Edmund just sits up like, look, I don't have to fucking hear. Wait till you hear what I just did. Yeah. Lies back like, down. You can't just forgive me, Aslan, and then throw that in my fucking face. And also, no one has actually died for me, Aslan, apart from you. And oh, lol joke, you're alive. So check your fucking self. Check All yourself right. Before you wreck yourself. You can. <laughs> yeah. You can. You can. Feeling better, Edmund? <laughs> Feeling a little better? <laughs> So um, Peter then goes on to say to Aslan, it was all Edmund's doing, Aslan. We'd have been beaten if it hadn't been for him. The witch was turning our troops into stone right and left, but nothing would stop him. He fought his way through three ogres to where she was just um, turning one of your leopards into, into a statue. And when he reached her, he had the sense to bring his sword smashing down on her wand instead of trying to go for her directly and simply getting made a statue himself for his pains. That was the mistake all the rest were making. Once her wand was broken, we began to have some chance. If we hadn't lost so many already, he was terribly wounded, though. So, yeah. So, actually, uh, uh, Aslan. Aslan. 
Edmund did a great job. Yeah. And, you, you know, he is also, like, 10. Yeah. And he said sorry. He said sorry. And if you come here and the last thing he hears is, like, how many people, um, more people have got to die for you? Yeah. Fuck off, Aslan. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Oh, and I thought Aslan was apologising. They're like, I'm sorry, said Aslan. <laughs> but it's, I'm sorry, Aslan, said Lucy. Oh, of course. Of course, of course. Aslan could do no wrong. Aslan could do no wrong because everyone fucking loves Aslan. Mm. No. We should all just totally stab Aslan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other lion is just as pretty as that <laughs> And he doesn't believe in sides. Yeah, exactly. Totally just stab Aslan! <laughs> Gretchen Wieners had cracked. Brilliant film. That is a great film. This um, blanket really knots my hair. Oh. Like, it is matted right now. <laughs> Feel that. You're that is coarse. <laughs> So, for, for the picture, as you guys know, we have a, a laundry horse. Is that what this is called? A clothes uh. horse. <laughs> I was like, why does that sound so weird? A clothes horse with blankets over it to help um, muffle the sound a bit. Um, stop it being so echoey in here. And, I mean, I wouldn't know that my blanket is also a hair knot. <laughs> so not. After every recording session, I have to go and like, brush it out. And it's like, we could put another one there. I just thought, because that one had holes, it lets the light through yeah. a bit. It's only happened like twice, but I'm like, damn, you are a naughty boy. <laughs> you are naughty. <laughs> so naughty. So anyway, um, Edmund's all right and everyone else is all right. So actually no one died. Um, yeah, Aslan. Yeah, Aslan. Prick. Prick. Give me five minutes. Um, so that so they all go off and have a great big party and celebrate and make their journey to care Paravel. That evening, after tea, the four children all manage to get down to the beach oh, nice. and get their shoes and stockings off and feel the sand between their toes. But next day was more solemn, for then, in the great hall of Care Paravel, that wonderful hall with the ivory roof and the west wall hung with peacock's feathers and the eastern door which looked towards the sea, in the presence of all their friends and to the sound of trumpets, Aslan solemnly crowned them and led them to the four thrones amid deafening shouts of Long live King Peter! Long live Queen Susan! Long live King Edmund! Long live Queen Lucy! <laughs> Once a king or queen in Narnia, always a king or queen. Bear it well. Sons of Adam, bear it well. Daughters of Eve. You'd think I'd say bear it well again, wouldn't you? <laughs> Thank God. That's just how the sentence ends. It's not a very satisfying ending, but that's how the sentence ends. Sometimes reality isn't satisfying. Just that moment, like, what? You want me to say it again? Ain't a performing monkey. Ain't no performing chimp. <laughs> chimp in the audience. So the children sat on their thrones and scepters were put in their hands and they gave rewards and honours to all their friends to Tumnus the Fawn. Sorry, the... why is it the fucking Tories in power and they started giving rewards to all their mates? Oh, I see how it fucking is. I see how it is. Yeah. Lying in the background like, I fought too. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, they did to the lion. Um, to the leopards and the good centaurs and the good dwarfs and to the lion. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, okay, then see there are no signs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are. He doesn't believe in sides. What do you think we're doing? <laughs> what do you think's happening? We said our slides. Yes, I know that. Yes, I know that, you fucking idiot. There are no sides. They literally are. We're going into battle. Sorry, the before we go into battle, can we clear up what sides are? Because I'm worried about what you're going to do. 
Aslan, Aslan, stop. We must get this done before dinner. I know, but you have to have a chat with Greg the Lion. There are no sides, are there, Aslan? <laughs> Greg, I'm going to fucking smack you. Greg, everyone who's not on our side is a bad guy who you can kill. What? what? How do you know what's our side and what's their side? Greg, I tried to give you the benefit of doubt because you're a lion, which makes you inherently cool. But my fucking God. <laughs> I thought you were going to be cool. Uh, why don't you carry these guys in the bell and then just go take a walk? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, because there's no sides. Yeah, it looks there's no sides. Yeah, there's, there's no sides. Don't you want to explain to him? It's going to take too fucking long. <laughs> no, you just leave Greg alone. Like, why don't you run with him and see what you can do? If he's still not getting it, send him on a walk. <laughs> But amidst the re- all these rejoicings, Aslan himself quietly slipped away. I don't like big crowds. <laughs> and when the kings and queens noticed that he wasn't there, um, they said nothing about it. For Mr. Beaver had warned them. He'll be coming and going, he said. One day you'll see him and another you won't. He doesn't like being tied down. And of course, he has other um, countries to attend to. Sorry, why he's the he... original fuckboy. <laughs> fuckboy and deadbeat dad. <laughs> oh my God, he's such a deadbeat dad. Sometimes he'll be here. Sometimes he won't. He's got other families to attend. He's got other families as well. What makes you think you're special? Exactly. He loves you in his own way. He'll be here. Sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. When he wants to be. Yeah, exactly. Just don't expect him for like birthdays or Christmas. Yeah, exactly. He'll be here on his terms. Yeah, you know, like when your mum cooks a really good roast. Things like that. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. When um, your inheritance from your grandma comes through, he'll probably show up. He'll probably show up then, yeah. Yeah. Or when he was meant to, you know, giving you some money to go off to college. Yeah. He might like, you know, disappear for a few years yeah, around then so yeah 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 yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 deadbeat dad deadbeat dad <laughs> and of course he has other fat countries to attend to it's quite all right he'll often drop in only you mustn't press him he's wild you know deadbeat not like dad. a tame lion <laughs> sorry see I'll, you mustn't put pressure on dad he doesn't like it he doesn't like it he'll stay away longer mm. but you know he is a good dad what makes him a good dad well, he hasn't raped you <laughs> yeah exactly didn't kill you that one time that's bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, that's Jesus. Jesus. Jesus raped you. Fucking <laughs> Christ. Um, and now you see, this story is nearly, but not quite, at mm. an end. These two kings and two queens govern Narnia well and long and happy with their reign. At first, much of their time was spent in seeking out the remnants of the um, White Witch's army and destroying them. Fuck. And indeed, for a long time... P- performing there, genocide much? I know, right? There would be more things lurking in the wilder parts of the forest. A haunting here and a killing there. A glimpse of a werewolf one month and a rumour of a hag the next. But in the end, all that foul brood was stamped out and they made it's good... fucking genocide! It's genocide. Full on genocide. And they made good laws and kept the peace and saved good trees from being unnecessarily cut down and liberated young dwarfs and young satyrs from being sent to school. I mean, you should go to school. Sorry? Don't put children in charge. Why is this like stopping, yeah, like the comparison is stopping like young girls and stuff going to school. Like they stamped out the races that they didn't like. Stopped education! To make them fall in line with their beliefs. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And generally stopped busybodies and interferers and encouraged ordinary people who wanted to live and let live. So, what the fuck? These busybodies saying we need to send our children to school. Stop Probably them like these bloody people that say you need vaccinations. <laughs> like busybodies spoil yeah. sports. Yeah. We just want to party. Yeah, and throw spears at hacks. Yeah, like. 
Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe that's why Aslan's staying away. Like, Jesus, this, this got fucked up. And they drove back the fierce giants, quite different from the sort from giant Rumble Buffin, mm. on the north of Narnia when these ventured across the frontier. Barriot... County lines and everything's stupid. Um, not county lines, that's a different thing. <laughs> I was like, how are you bringing county lines into this? <laughs> that's another thing. Um, I don't really understand what county lines are. I kind of do. It's like... Is it gangs? Yeah, and like drug trafficking and crossing county lines. And it's like... But, I mean, it's not like we're in America where you'd cross a state line and then the police couldn't follow. I don't really get it <laughs> like why is there such a big deal if they go across from Hampshire to Surrey you know what it actually genuinely I mean it's not this but it also yeah. probably could fucking be this yeah all the police are like the, uh, in America it's different defund the police is actually has validation in England don't defund the police because they're so underfunded they're probably yeah. like oh it's Hampshire's problem now we won't get involved and now Hampshire would probably be like Oh, he's from Surrey, so he won't get involved. That was literally like what was going on in America with like the state stuff, and so they changed the laws, so it wasn't a thing. But I don't think that is the reason here. I think it's something to do with like, I do think it's something to do with like blind spots, though. Like, I don't really because know. of a fake line, <laughs> which no one really knows where it is. Like, where is the line between Surrey and Hampshire around here? We don't live on that border. We're gonna cross from Hampshire to Surrey tonight. We already have once. We've crossed those county lines. <laughs> we have. We have to watch out. get picked off by a drug gang, apparently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Can, if anyone can explain county lines to us and why it... it like, is it a serious thing? Are, like, people dying? It's what? to do with gangs and, like... Yeah, something to do with gangs in schools. But, I mean, just, just keep that. Keep that gangs. Rowlish Primary was like on a border. It's a rough school, isn't it? Yeah. Rowlish Primary is our primary school, which is like the poshest, like middle class school. The concept of there's more than one class per year. Yeah, literally. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, but it's on the county lines. Watch out for it. No, it's probably very serious and I'm making light of something that's quite horrid. So they live in great joy, and if ever they remembered their life in this world, it was only as one remembers a dream. And one year it fell out that Tumnus, who was a middle-aged form by now and beginning to be stout, came down river and brought them news that the white stag had once more appeared in his parts. The white stag... <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of there! <laughs> Jesus! Please, open your legs. You don't have to share everything. He's come and he's in my parts. <laughs> why are you here <laughs> yeah well it sounds like you need to get back to that yeah so they went to hunting for this white stag oh i thought it was a mate i don't think oh no sorry they're hunting him not to catch well not to hurt him but it said the rumor is that if you touch him you get a wish that sounds naughty <laughs> it does don't touch people without consent don't chase it <laughs> leave him alone he's not aslan feeling silly <laughs> he's a- He's an introvert man and he wants to be left alone. Yeah. He's out for a snack. Leave him alone. We should do the Samiad sometime. And he just literally comes up like, oh, I suppose you want wishes. <laughs> I can only manage one a day, really. Why is Aslan a tired man? Not Aslan. Uh, the Samiad. <laughs> I can only manage one a day. Samiad is the tired man married to, well, not even married, like, but, you know, with the deadbeat dad yeah. Suppose you want from a wish, are you? Your father not around to grant them? Of course not. Of course not. Look, he'll be around, maybe. Just don't put pressure on him. That's why he left in the first place. <laughs> ah, you, you pressured him. <laughs> it's your fault. And then my whisker got damp. Oh. My poor whisker. 
I did feel sorry for the Sammy. Sorry, if anyone doesn't know the Sammy Ed, they're just like, what fever dream have I slept into? <laughs> I liked the original Sammy Ed. The, old, the newer version with like Eddie Izzard was not a vibe. I he never looks saw like, that. He looks like a fucking snail and it's just not a vibe. <laughs> Get up to look the Sammy. He's really weird. He's not... He's not like a cute little bumbly old man like the original. Yeah. The original's cute. He was cute. He was grumpy. Yeah. He had a funny little mm. pot belly. <laughs> little lip. Yeah. A sand fairy. Yeah. Fairy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right, let's finish this off. Let's finish this. Finish this. Christ, Jack, we didn't have time to go to bed. Christ, mm. Christ, I'm going to have a shower tonight. Christ. Christ. So now they all talk fucking weird as well. So they're pushing through the undergrowth, looking, trying to find their way through. Sir, said Queen Lucy, by likelihood, when this post and this lamp were set here, so they found the um, the lamp post, mm. there were smaller trees in this place, or fewer, or none, for this is a young wood. And they stood looking upon it. Then said King Edmund, Egmund. I, Egmund. <laughs> Edmund had died, so they replaced him with an egg, and no one seemed to want to question it. I, Peter's just making him talk. <laughs> I know not how it is, but this lamp on the post worketh upon me strangely. It runs in my mind that I have seen the like before, as it, as if it were a dream, or in the dream of a dream. Sir, answered they all. That's it is just sad. So Stop making all, him talk. Sir. He's dead, Peter. He's dead, and you've got to deal with it. You've got to let him go. And more, said Queen Lucy. For it will not go out of my mind that if we pass this post and lantern, either we shall find strange adventures or else some great change of our fortunes. Adam, said King Edmund, the like foreboding stirreth in my heart also. And in mine, fair brother, said King Peter. And in mine too, said (laughs) Queen Susan. Wherefore, by my counsel, we shall lightly return to our horses and follow this white stack no further. Madam, said King Peter. Once a wet blanket, always a wet blanket. Once a soggy sap, always a soggy fucking sap. (laughs) Therein I pray thee to have me excused, for never since we four kings and queens in Narnia have we set our hands to any high matter as battles, quests, feats, feats of arms, our acts of justice, and the like, and then given over, but always what we have taken in hand, the same we have achieved. Sister, said Queen Lucy, my royal brother speaks rightly, and it seems to me we should be shamed if for any fearing or foreboding we turn back from following so noble a beast as now we have it in our chase. So they all agree to carry on past the lamppost, and so they start pushing through, and this is where the trees sort of get thicker, and they're pushing through, and it's slowly getting tangled in it. Um, Bet they're getting tangly, yeah? Yeah, real proper (laughs) tangly. So these kings and queens entered the thicket, and before they had gone a score of paces, they all remembered that the thing they had seen was called a lamppost. And before they had gone twenty more, they noticed that they were making their way not through branches, but through coats. And next moment, they all came tumbling out of a wardrobe door into an empty room. And they were no more kings and queens in their hunting array, but just Peter, Susan, Edmund and Lucy in their old clothes. It was the same day and the same hour of the day on which they had all gone into the wardrobe to hide. Mrs. MacReady and the visitors were still talking in the passage, but luckily they never came into the empty room, and so the children weren't caught. And that would have been the end of the story if it hadn't been that they felt they really must explain to the professor why four of the coats of his wardrobe were missing. And the professor, who was a very remarkable man, didn't tell them not to be silly or not to tell lies, but believed the whole story. No, he said, 
I don't think it will be any good trying to go back through the wardrobe door to get the coats. You won't get into Narnia again by that route. Nor would the coats be much use by now if you did. Eh? What's that? Yes, of course you'll get back to Narnia again someday. Once a king in Narnia, always a king in Narnia. But don't go trying to use the same route twice. Indeed, don't try to get there at all. It'll happen when you're not looking for it, and don't talk too much about it, even among yourselves, and don't mention it to anyone else unless you find that they have had adventures of the same sort themselves. Bam, that- I'm going to find that out if I'm not mentioning it. You'll keep, the, you'll keep Eslan's secrets. Oh, Eslan's trusted you, and you keep <laughs> Eslan's secrets. Sorry. Once a son of Eslan, always a son of Eslan. Okay. Um, what's that? How will you know? Oh, you'll know, all right. They'll have a bitch slap pour across the face <laughs> from for jack and shit. <clears throat> Odd things they say, even their looks. I will let the secret out. Keep your eyes open. Bless me. What do they teach them at school these days? And that is the very end of the adventure of the wardrobe. But if the professor was right, it was only the beginning of the adventures of Narnia. The end. I'm, I'm more came in here the coats was a kind of side point i need some fucking therapy (laughs) i'm look professor i began today as a 12 year old boy i ended today as a 27 year old man who's murdered many i have a wife i have three kids yeah i've got responsibilities i've got stuff on i've got a haircut tomorrow (laughs) i'm meant to be having dinner also can i just track back a little bit because it's still annoying me Aslan. Look, I know there's multiple sides, but Greg the Lion doesn't get that. (laughs) Aslan, when he bends down to Lucid, he's like, how many more must die for Edmund's sake? No one has died for Edmund's sake. This battle is for you, Aslan, chucking the White Witch out so you can, like, have it back, but then... Leave and give it to us. Leave and give it to Peter. Peter's your boy. So if anyone, these people are dying for you and or Peter. Edmund's really not involved in this. Stop throwing shade, you big fucking cat. (laughs) He is a big, cheeky, shady cat. (laughs) But anyway, guys, that was Line the Witch and the Wardrobe. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Do let us know your thoughts. And do we know what we'll be listening to next time, Marsha? Y'all going to be listening to me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We have fish and chips that caught up with me. You're going to be listening to me and we are going to be taking a journey around the world in 80 days. And I read it a while ago, so I'm going to need to do a little skim through recap. But (laughs) yes, it, it, it is... Well, I'm, I'm going to gloss over a lot of it because a lot of it's fucking boring. <laughs> but there are so some valid. choice moments in it and uh, some frustrating moments. Uh, uh, it's a classic translated from French to English oh, about an cool. Englishman. It's a bit weird. Interesting. Uh, but then the, there's things in it like how French people at the time viewed stereotypes of England. And uh, it's quite fun. That's fun. Yeah. How exciting. So, yes, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with that one, lads. And, uh, yeah, hope you've had an all right start to the year. Uh, from what I hear, everyone's got the 100-day cough. So oh, yeah. hang in there. Hang in there. Hack in there. Hack in there. When will we ever get our higher registers back? I don't know. Oh, it was in your vocal thing. So I was like, why? What register? Who's what? taking the register? Who's taking the register? Did I miss that? Is there a census? <laughs> there a census? Well, I want to do something. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do that. Oh my God, my council keeps getting on to me like, register to vote. I'm like, you're boring. Leave me alone. <laughs> Um, but on that note guys maybe I will have done it by next time I won't <laughs> you should <laughs> women died for your vote oh 
do it sometime. <laughs> and uh, we will be back soon. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.